Hello, party people. You are listening to your favorite cup of coffee with me, Valley. How are you doing today? I, as always, am exhausted, but I'd like to start off today's podcast with a funny story. <clears throat> so, last summer when I was dating my ba ba baloo ba ba bamboo bitch ass ex, um, I was looking for a new car because the car that he had convinced me to buy was a piece of shit lemon. And my dad was cool enough to be like, whatever, like, I'm gonna come fix your fuck up one more time. So my dad came to California to like hang out with me, buy me some clothes, like buy me this car. It's cool. Like, it's cool. Well, my bitch ass ex, obviously, like every time we were apart, just convinced himself that I was cheating just on every, just with every fucking person on the street. Like I just had to get with them because I was just that big a cheater. But, um, I remember when my dad and I bought my new car, we had gone to dinner and then we were driving up to where I was going to park my new car and to the place where I was going to park my new car, you pass where my old car was parked. So why, as we're driving past this car, I see the door fucking open and I'm like, yo, I just know that this nigga is not in this car and I know it's him because who the fuck else would be in this car and my dad is just like like I'm waiting for him to see this reaction and fucking he was like Bally there's somebody in your car I was like uh, uh, right right like what the fuck am I gonna say like my dad doesn't know that we're, I'm dating this piece of shit so my dad like we drive up there and my dad like slams the door and like he's like why the fuck are you in my daughter's car and this stupid ass he's like no, man, it's okay. Like, like it's okay, man. My dad's like, it's absolutely fucking not okay. What the fuck wrong with you? So my dad has me call the police. I'm like freaking out. Look at this nigga. Like, listen, you're just going to have to do a night in jail because I told your bitch ass to stay away. And blase, blase, blah. Fucking literally five squad cars come with the dogs. It was the most ridiculous moment of my entire life. Meanwhile, this nigga bolts, obviously. And my dad was like, well, obviously I didn't go chase him. Like I'm in California. I don't have my gun. And I was like, true. And honestly, thank God that he didn't because my whole life would have been blown up had them two niggas gotten to talking, honestly, because he was a drunk ass bitch. And that nigga would have sold me out in a heartbeat. So that was funny. And honestly, then he texted me, like, as I'm talking to the cops, this stupid ass, and he was like, oh, is that your dad? And I was like, wow, you really think that this is some rich older man that flew in to bless me? I mean, he is, but he also has my last name, you fucking weirdo. Anyway, <sighs> anyway, thank you for listening to High Times with Val. You know what, ladies, if you are sitting here contemplating whether or not to dump him, here is your sign, dump that nigga. So I know that this is completely disjointed from my story, but I want to talk today about healing and how it hurts more than anything. I would argue healing hurts more than whatever you're healing from. It is pain. Like my heart aches sometimes, like physically aches sometimes because I, at this point in my life, absolutely refuse to suffer from the things that my mind is trying to make me suffer from like if something is going to happen to me to make me sad it's not going to be something that's triggered one of my complexes or 
something that like it's going to be the reaction to whatever just happened and even if it does trigger something i'm going to be more i'm gonna be well equipped to handle it like i'm not fucking playing anymore like honestly like my pain became my best friend somewhere along the line the last like six years ago and i don't like that bitch she's fat and she's a hater and she copies your outfit at parties and she posts bad pictures of you on instagram like you know what i'm saying like that video of the little girl blowing out the little girl's candle and then she molly whops her ass like that's what my pain is my pain is that bitch that blew out the candle just a hating ass mean ass bitch that doesn't want me to thrive and you know it was apparent to me that if I didn't start confronting some things like they were gonna eat me whole so I feel like a lot of people I know especially a lot of my friends are going through like a similar self v self battle and I feel like it's important to highlight the parts of healing that really kind of fucking sucked because to be honest in my humble healing opinion I feel like 98% of the healing really fucking sucks like it hurts so bad. Like I'm not even like I'm not here to fucking lie to you guys. Like I'm just here to be open with my experience. So that's what I'm here to talk about. Honestly, like I think the best part about me is my never ending sense of vulnerability. So I mean, how can I really talk about healing if we don't talk about what I'm healing from? So I don't know. I feel like a lot of times people, at least for me and the people that I have close to me, people like spend all this time being upset with themselves that they haven't healed from certain things and like whatever time frame they've invented that they should have healed from and myself included like it's about to be like next month it'll be like it'll be a year since um tony and i broke up and like that shit still hurts like it happened yesterday like like every part of that relationship still stings like it's happening to me daily like i'm you know what i mean like that shit hurts so bad and I was talking to one of my close friends and I was just like, I don't understand how I'm still like hurting so much. And he was like, what? Like, he was like, do you know what you went through? Like, he was like, do not even sit here and berate yourself. First of all, that shit happened like yesterday. Like, you're still remembering the bad shit that happened to you. And more importantly, like, healing isn't on a timetable. And I just remember being like, what? Like, he's so right. Like, why am I sitting here mad at myself that I'm not over these horrible, horrible things that somebody who said that he loved me were like, was doing to me. Like you're right. Like you're totally right. A year is nothing. I get to take my time healing from that. Like, like it had, I had to come to terms with the fact that I was dating somebody who hated me. Like he hated every part, every fundamental thing about me. Like he hated that I was talkative, that I was expressive, that people gravitated towards me, he hated how I dressed, he hated my sexuality. Like, anything that he couldn't use to his advantage about me, he absolutely hated, which means that that's not, like, that he hates you. Like, he hated me. And, like, that has its own complications because that just, like, triggers, like, pretty much every friend or anybody that's ever kept me around for their own sake instead of actually liking me, which was pretty much every friend I had in California anyway. Like, so it's like... Yeah, dating him alienated me from those horrible people, but it's also like, well, he was like the King Poobah, Big Boss Bowser of the horrible people taking advantage of me, you know? You know? So it's like, that is like a daily thing. Like, I'll I'll have like nightmares that I don't even remember having, but like, I'll know that I'm having them because I'm like sweaty or like my face is wet from crying. You know what I mean? Like, you just like... Like, the part about healing that hurts the most is, like, the, the, the passive parts, like, the like the active healing obviously hurts, like, the going to therapy, like, the journaling about your dreams, like, the, like the parts that you have to take active initiative towards. Like, those parts hurt. I'm not going to sit here and, li- like, let's not, 
those parts hurt but for me the parts that don't the parts that hurt more it's like when something's triggering and you didn't even expect it like like the smell of wendy's fries sometimes trigger me that's fucking crazy because it's something bad that happened at the wendy's like i fucking love wendy's like you know what i mean like it's like like those dreams that i just mentioned i don't even know what the dreams mean I don't know what the fuck is happening in those dreams. I just know that he's there and I'm sweaty and a bitch. Like, I just know that my subconscious is reliving all the things that I was, like, suppressing. That shit hurts. And though I'm not, like, saying that for sympathy or whatever because I deserve to heal. Like, I deserve to not walk around in pain every day. Like, I didn't deserve anything that he did to me, anything that anybody in California did to me. Like, all I did was trust the wrong people. And I stand by that. I used to be really embarrassed by how I love hard and how I love people and how I just like open up to them and blah 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 but that's really not a bad thing it's one of like the most amazing things about me honestly I just take people at their face value and I take them at their word and that's one of the most dangerous things that you can do in this world because unfortunately more people have an agenda than not so then I'm healing from that because I had to rework my whole way of looking at the world like that like that is major like like I'm not hardened and jaded necessarily, but I'm definitely like scarred, you know, like I'm definitely altered and changed. Like I would be remiss to say that, oh, well, I'm just the same. I'm just cooler. No, no, nigga. No, I am sensitive. That shit changed me. Like, I don't know. So it's just weird. You're healing from that. Like, you have to rework your whole world view and then well that brings you to well why did I even like think this way in the first place what happened in like my childhood that made certain things acceptable and may, maybe normalized certain things and then that and then you have to start healing from shit when you were like three hello the reason I'm scared of the fucking dark is because that's how my mom potty trained us like you got locked in the bathroom yes it sounds harsh you know what I mean like Caribbeans are Caribbeans are fucking crazy. Like, I don't know what to fucking tell you. Like, as a 25-year-old, I'm still ridiculously scared of the dark. Walking back to my car, all that shit. Because I'd be in that bathroom like, damn, I might really go to high school in here. Like, I'm never getting out. Like, like little shit like that. Like, hmm, why is it that when people start yelling at me, I get absolutely stunned? Like, I literally cannot move. Like, fight or flight. If somebody's physical with me, it's easier for me to react than if somebody's yelling at me. What the fuck is that? Because my parents were yellers, specifically my dad. Like, it stuns me. Like, I'm literally like, oh. But if someone were to swing, I'm like, woo, I finally have a chance to unleash all of this demon-ass anger that I've been holding on to me ever since this law school expulsion. And why is that? Again, my parents. And it's like, you have to go through all this healing because it's not like you can heal from the surface shit because you're not gonna it's just gonna keep hurting you have to heal from all the deep shit i gotta heal from when all my friends went greek and fucking college and ditched me because i was fat and black and i cramped their style like i gotta heal from fucking being the only rich black girl in fucking high school and everybody hating me for it like my best friends admitting they were jealous of me like i gotta heal from all this bullshit that i never fucking deserved in the first place because I don't feel like anybody deserves that type of pain. Nobody deserves, I feel like, the pain that is projected onto them. Like, I genuinely feel like hurt people hurt people hurt people hurt people. And it's like, I don't know. I don't know what it's like. It's like painful. <laughs> like, I, 
Yeah. Yeah. So I'm sitting here bearing my underbelly to the entire internet because I think it's important. I don't feel like people are vulnerable enough. Today in class, today in my director's craft class, we were talking about how the best directors are vulnerable people because they have to be able to let their actors be vulnerable and how are you going to create a safe space for vulnerability if you're not vulnerable and I want this to be like a safe entertaining place I want this to be a place where even if you don't ever tell anybody what you're going through maybe you come here and hear an episode about toxic friends or a cheating boyfriend or friends that ditched you and start anything really and like you hear yourself in or you see yourself in my stories and see that it really is okay even if what happened to you isn't okay and it wasn't whatever came to mind when I said that when I said that it wasn't okay it wasn't okay and my heart goes out to you whoever is listening to this but at the end of the day I deserve to heal and so do you it's painful I get that it's so painful I wouldn't I wouldn't sit here and lie. I tell all of my clients, I tell my little brother, I tell all of my friends who come to me for spiritual guidance, this shit hurts. So don't expect it to be a walk in the park and don't expect to get it right away. Like we never stop healing. I Things that happened when I was 13 still hurt. Things that happened when I was 24 last year still hurt. There's things from college that my therapist is still talking me through. And there's things that happened last week that I'm over it. You know what I mean? Like, it's not linear. And, and that's completely okay. I feel like the moments when I feel like I'm completely crashing is honestly right before I'm about to make a breakthrough. And right now, full transparency, totally feel like I'm crashing. 10 out of 10. But that makes me feel like there maybe is a breakthrough coming my way. You feel me? Another, another thing I'm trying to work on is like, communicating what I can when I am while I am trying to heal while not being like explosive and triggered and that like has not been working <laughs> at all whatsoever I'm failing 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 but I'm working on it it fucking communication is interesting with me because I'm very communicative in terms of like teaching and entertaining but when it comes to articulating what I need all of a sudden I don't know how to talk all of a sudden English French Creole Spanish Italian what what are words? I could, like, it's the most obnoxious thing ever. That has, have, I have not been doing well with that. So I feel like that's something I definitely have to, like, tighten up with my healing. Um, I feel like I've been really good with, like, scheduling therapy and, like, Reiki and intuitive spiritual, like, healing sessions and shit. But when you have school six days a week and you spend that seventh day actually glued to your bed, it's, like, kind of hard to do that shit, like, every week or every other week. But I am doing it. Okay, I'm consistent. Um, eating less meat for me personally helps me. I've noticed the days that, like, the days that I am completely vegan are probably like my most clear headed days. And I think that has a lot to do with like my spirituality and ingesting all parts of like our toxic food system. You know what that means? That's, um, that's a very spiritual and Buddhist concept. And I've always just like, that's always rung very true with me. So. Being just more conscious and present is like all that I can do. <laughs> Even days like today when I want to cry or like when I wanted to cry before this podcast, I might cry after this podcast. Shit, I'm a grown woman. Like I can cry whenever the fuck I want. But you know, sometimes you need to cry. Like I feel like everybody, specifically this year, everybody needs like a huge collective release. Like everybody needs to like do a deep exhale, hold hands and cry. Like 
I don't know about y'all, but I am tired. And I want to hold hands with my favorite person, climb into somewhere comfy, and do just, like, one big releasing just cry. Like, I feel like that would just be the most cathartic thing. And, like, this isn't, like, meant to be, like, a depressing podcast or anything. Like, god damn, my phone's been going off a lot, hasn't it? Shit. God, anyway. This is really more meant to just be, like, an open and honest discussion like it i feel like to keep things happy and light all the time is like to keep things at least in the best light possible is definitely my goal but false positivity is also extremely toxic i think it's very important that we have these very realistic talks sometimes you know like i feel like it's a lot better to talk about hard stuff and make light of it than like ignore all the hard stuff and just like stay with the light stuff because frankly i think trauma makes for some funny ass shit i'm not gonna front once you heal from something the best jokes come from it try it try it just examine a situation that you know for a fact you've healed from and crack some jokes i promise you you will end up crying on the floor like take it from me a black person because black people have this very specific talent of not taking shit seriously at all like the only thing that's sacred I feel like is like our grandparents really that's like the only thing I don't think I've ever heard a black person crack on their grandparent truly like take it from me trauma is funny it can be funny Honestly, I would, I could sit here and talk about this all day. I'm not kidding, but I have so much work. Like I have, like, it's almost comical how much work I have. So I'm wrapping this up with everybody deserves to heal. Everybody deserves the best, except for Tony. Fuck you. Fuck you with that big ass dick. I hate you. But everybody else, I love you. Thank you for listening. You are the absolute best. As always, you can find me on Spotify, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Pandora, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, TuneIn, CastBox, Podcast Addict, Podchaser, Deezer, and Listener Notes. Love and light, people. Wear a fucking mask. Stay safe. Call your mom. Then you showed up and I got up.